who here has had tennis elbow? You've experienced that burning, searing pain in the elbow and said, that's it. I'm done. I, I can't lift anything anymore. I'm going to need surgery. Hi, I'm Dr. Heather, and welcome to Fix Your Pain Naturally podcast, where we look at various different ailments and conditions that you may be experiencing and really understanding how to fix your pain naturally with some basic and simple things you can do at home, from corrective exercises to stretches to just some simple myofascial techniques that you can implement using a foam roller or a massage ball. Now let's get started. So, you know, I've seen this actually more with a bunch of lifters lately, especially some of the female lifters, um, complaining about the fact that they are getting a tennis elbow irritation um, thanks to lifting and really wondering what it is they could do to prevent tennis elbow from occurring. Now, before we even really break down what are some things that you could do that are basic and simple at home, let's make sure that we understand if it truly is tennis elbow. So now granted, it's going to be a little harder because we are doing the podcast today versus the video. So what I would encourage you to do is check out also to the written post in the description along with the visual aid. So you can kind of identify and make sure that it is truly a tennis elbow and not what we call um, essentially little league's elbow, which would be on the inside of the elbow that we're really talking about uh, tennis elbow, which sits on the outside of the elbow. So with that being said, let's start with the anatomy just a little bit. So what I want you to do is I want you to first stand up and I want you to kind of turn your hands out so that the palms are facing away from your body. So they're facing out. So when you do this, when you put your palms out like this, this is what we call anatomical position. So by doing this, then we know that our radius and ulna are in the anatomical correct position to determine whether or not we truly have a tennis elbow issue going on. Now, tennis elbow is what is known as an inflammation process. It is an overuse injury to the sits on the outside to this bony structure known as the lateral epicondylitis. It is an inflammation process, which is why it's called an epicondylitis. Um, and it's a very painful condition that we all know. And it's usually from an overload. And again, it's also seen as an overuse injury, which means that's repetitive action. This is, you know, the reason why it got its name tennis elbow was because of obviously playing tennis and we would see, you know, tennis players constantly gripping their racket with that dominant hand and usually putting some topspin on the ball and stuff like that. And it created this, you know, repetitive actions, repetitive movement that over time created inflammation surrounding the elbow. And granted, yes, with this type of tendonitis, you could go ahead and put a brace on it. You could use some KT tape on it. But the problem is, is that then we're not really taking care of the problem. We're just putting a bandaid on it. And I think if you have suffered with tennis elbow before, you're really looking at now trying to figure out how to correct this problem. You want to kind of rid yourself of this discomfort. Okay, so if we know it is on the outside, if we, you know, kind of touch, palpate the area, we know it's very tender, it's very tight, right where we can feel that bony landmark on the epicondyle on that outside area, 
one, we also then want to look at not just the L, but we're also going to want to address the wrist because you have to understand something. When we're talking about uh, a tendonitis to the elbow, that muscle, that tendon that then attaches to that muscle, that muscle sits in the forearm and then obviously inserts itself down at the wrist or goes out towards the digits a little bit. So when we look at dealing with a treatment protocol for tennis elbow, we want to actually address the belly of the muscle, which will be seated in that forearm. We're not going to be just doing some stuff to the actual elbow itself. We are going to be looking at that forearm muscle. So, you know, how do we know we have tennis elbow? Well, I kind of just said it just a little bit earlier. It's going to be based upon location. It's going to be pinpointed to the outside of the elbow, not the inside. And we're going to be noticing pain when we're gripping objects like a bar, like a dumb, dumbbell. Or if you are a tennis player, you're going to notice that you're going to experience the discomfort there. Even if you're doing some bowling and stuff like that, you might experience a very similar discomfort because it's all about grip. So that kind of gets us into how we're going to go about treating this area. Because if we know that the tennis elbow affects our grip, a lot of what we're going to do is work on stretching out the forearm and doing some grip strengthening exercises. But before we even get to that point, just remember something. When something is in its acute phase and it's just literally happened and it's at its highest point, we do want to do that rice recipe. We want to make sure that we're doing the ice, the rest, and again, taking an anti-inflammatory as long as it's okay by your physician. It's not going to counteract with any type of medication that you currently are taking. Now, once we're out of that initial phase and we're starting to get into that 72-hour mark where the acute phase kind of ends, this is where we're going to focus a little bit more on myofascial work. Now, you guys have heard me talk about myofascial release before, especially if you're somebody who's seen some of my written posts and things like that. So what I would encourage you guys to do is check out my myofascial course online here on the website. I'm offering currently a free seven-day all-access pass to my myofascial re- fascial course, all designed around helping you really eliminate your pain and regain flexibility and mobility to the joint areas so you can go back to achieving your optimal performance do click down below to grab your pass, which allows you a seven-day all-access to the myofascial course. Now, with that being said, once once we're beyond that 70, you know, we're into that 72-hour mark, we want to start looking at the myofascial. And what does myofascial mean? We're going to be breaking up the tissue. The Breaking up the tissue is going to be really huge here because even when something heals, you know, scar tissue can develop. It's not going to heal correctly in the right alignment of the fibers. So we want to break down the tissue so things come back a lot stronger. We don't necessarily want to jump right into the strength training first because if the area is already irritated and we start strength training, we could actually irritate the area even further and we don't want to do that. So we want to break down the tissue first. So if you're familiar with what a Dixie cup is, I would recommend going and getting some Dixie cups and filling them with water and freezing them because what we want to do is create an ice cup massage. Something very simple and basic you could do. Now, listen, if you don't have Dixie cups at home, but your ice machine has like pretty substantially large ice cubes, you could just, you know, kind of use the ice cube itself. But what we want to do is we want to actually 
take the ice cube, uh, take that cup um, that's nice and frozen, and we want to now massage it on the forearm. Now, you're going to want to kind of push into that forearm, and you're going to want to make downward kind of strokes towards the wrist, towards the hand, and really kind of nice and easily pushing down into it. And you want to really kind of be a little bit on the firm side. You don't want to be, you know, aggressively going at it, but you want to make sure that the ice is making some good content, contact uh, with the skin surface. You do want to be able to see some redness because uh, that means then we're definitely kind of cooling down the inflammation. Now, granted, because it is a ice cup massage, you're not going to be at too much risk for going ahead and, you know, creating any frostbite or anything of that nature. But do, just do be careful if you're noticing that the skin's starting to get too white, uh, go ahead and do stop because we don't need you creating any frostbite. Now, you want to be doing this for about five minutes. So you really want to kind of get in there and do a nice job on it. Now, once the ice is pretty much done, that ice cup massage is done, you're going to go ahead and you're going to want to take like either Biofreeze, Icy Hot, or even some Tiger Balm. And again, you're going to go ahead and rub that into the area and again, follow that same pattern that you were doing with the ice cup, cup and keep going down into that direction. Now, once you've gone ahead and really gotten the Biofreeze, Icy Hot, or Tiger Balm kind of into the skin, you're going to go ahead and repeat the ice cup massage, and then repeat putting the biofreeze on that area. So you're at least going to hit this two times. So while you're resting, while you're doing these things, you're going to want to make sure that also too, that you minimize other actions that may be contributing to the tennis elbow flare up. So that does mean, yes, we're taking a break from some upper body work uh, at the gym. If we do a lot of uh, typing on the computer, mouse work, you know, using a mouse, we're going to want to limit that, chopping food, stuff like that. You're going to definitely want to take it a little easier because we don't want to continue to just re-aggravate the area. We want to really kind of calm it down. Now, from here too, we can start to go into those basic stretches, which essentially you extend the arm straight out and you're going to pull the fingers back towards you, then flip the hand over and do the same thing, you know, really stretching out the forearm. Now, once we've kind of gone through that week and we've noticed a substantial decrease in the inflammation around the elbow, we're feeling like it's not like a hot spot anymore. This is where we're going to start some strengthening kind of exercises to the grip. And now the first one you could do simply is just grab a tennis ball. We all have tennis balls at home, hopefully, or a dog toy. And you're just going to put it in your hand. And you're going to squeeze it, you know, and you're just going to keep kind of squeezing it. So essentially what you're doing is you're activating those forearm muscles. You're really working on now just strengthening the grip. If you have a grip strengthening kind of handheld device, you could use that too here as well. The other thing that you could try is what's known as a rice bucket. And you might be saying, what is a rice bucket? This girl's crazy. What is she talking about right now? Okay, so essentially you would take a five-gallon bucket that you can get at Home Depot or Lowe's and you would fill it with about 20 pounds of rice and get the cheapest white rice you can get um, because this is not rice you'll be eating. So do not think that you'll be eating this rice. Make sure you mark it that it is contaminated. It is not to be eaten. And what you're going to do is you're going to go through various different types of drills designed around grip. So you'll sit there with the rice bucket in between your legs 
while you're seated on a chair, you're going to put the hand in the rice bucket. And what you're going to do is you're going to practice going ahead and actually pinching the rice as you work your hand all the way down to the bottom. And then you're going to come up and you're going to repeat again. The next thing that you can do is actually do what's called wrist flexion extension. So you put the hand in the rice bucket, making a fist, and you're going to extend and flex the wrist there. You can also do what's called supinate pronate here as well. So that would be like opening up a can, turning the palm face up, and then closing it as well. So there are various different types of drills that you can do with a rice bucket to help increase the strength of the forearm. This is something that a lot of baseball players will utilize as well, but it's really great for just anyone and any of my weightlifters out there know I've recommended this to them before. And it's really worked wonders because essentially what you're doing is using the rice as resistance to help really strengthen that form without putting additional stress on the area. Now, I will say if you do start strengthening the wrist by either doing the squeezing of the ball or even the rice bucket or both, you do want to make sure that you still are massaging out the area, icing it down afterwards because you want to want to keep that inflammation nice and calm for yourself. So this way you can return to successful activity. Now, if you are trying to lift while you're still kind of recovering for this, I would probably recommend then you look at getting some KT tape or using a brace just to kind of keep the area from getting any worse um, as a preventative measure. But again, still stick with the protocol that is being mentioned here as a way to kind of help relieve yourself of this discomfort. If you're noticing that the elbow pain is getting substantially worse, please do see your physician as well, your or local orthopedist, because something else is going on and you do need more intervention. Like I said, mentioned earlier in this podcast, I am inviting everyone here to go ahead and take full advantage of my myofascial release online course with a seven-day free all-access pass. So do grab that link down below and we'll catch you next week right here on the airways.